Welcome to Happily Ever After. This is a podcast which started out about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak and has kind of metamorphosized into life in general, midlife, parenting, all that kind of stuff. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com, M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. And basically, I'd love it if you could subscribe and leave a little review so that more people can find this podcast. I'd also really love to hear from you. So do contact me through Instagram at mumsdays with any of your stories of divorce, heartbreak, life, all the things, any thoughts you might have on this episode or even any questions that you might want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. Today I bring you a podcast that no one has ever asked me for. But I'm giving it to you anyway, because it's my tips on traveling with kids. Now, I am no expert in travel, and I'm not an expert in kids. I'm not really an expert in anything, actually. I did get um, a degree in civil engineering about 100 years ago, so I doubt anyone would actually even consider me an expert in that anymore. But I do have really great skills when it comes to Lego. Anything related to sand, sand castle building activities, or building epic train tracks. So I guess from that respect, kids do quite like me. And as long as they don't mess up my creations, you know, we get on really well. So I'm bringing you my tips anyway. Um, as I've just got back from holiday abroad with my kids and it was a resounding success. Um, this is the first holiday we've been on since 2020, involving an aeroplane anyway. Um, and it's also my first solo parenting trip. So I have to admit when I booked it, it was with total trepidation which meant when we got back and I'd had the best time ever, I then felt really guilty for not being more excited about the holiday in the first place. Good old mum guilt coming in there, which I know lots of you experience. Um, And basically that brings me nicely onto my first point, which is you got to feel what you feel about this holiday. Basically, it's perfectly natural to not look forward to, or to feel nervous, or to feel anxious about going away with your kids. They say don't work with animals or children for a reason, and that's because they're unpredictable. So before we've even got there, a day of traveling is daunting because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if one of them is going to have a meltdown. Uh, You don't know if you've brought enough entertainment, Um, you know, etc, etc. It is draining trying to think of all the things you need Um, and also all the things that may go wrong. So in my opinion, I think it's important to ditch any mum guilt that you might feel about not looking forward to your holiday. Um, 
you know, feelings are temporary and it's only with hindsight and some forgetfulness that you can then say, oh my God, I had the best time. That was so great. So yeah, hindsight is basically a know-it-all dickhead. Um, Feel what you feel. It's totally fine. Doesn't make you a bad person. My second point is to invite a friend. So after I booked our holiday, I was telling my friend, who's another mum from Rumoured's class, uh, about our trip. And she sounded very interested. So I basically jumped on her enthusiasm and invited her to come with us. Um, And she said yes. So that meant it was wonderful for, for me particularly because my two are very different ages. There's six years between them. So it was lovely that Ruben, who's 10, would have another friend to play with. Um, And then Nancy, who's, she's three, but she'll be four soon. Um, It was lovely to have another pair of eyes and hands (laughs) to help with her um, and to keep an eye on everyone at the pool. But overall, it was just really lovely to spend time with them. you know, with Ruben's friend and my friend in the sun, and we became the Lanzarote family. Uh, The thing that was a particular highlight for me, and which I'd really, I hadn't realised how much I missed being a single mum now, was having meal times with another adult and, you know, and our family. We, We managed to totally ditch devices and just have some really good chats and we were laughing all the time and it just felt really wholesome and lovely. So definitely recommend that one. My third point is to bring stuff for the flight. So sweets, iPads, switches, colouring in, little toys, magazines, books, anything to get you through. If you think you've brought enough, bring a few extra things just in case. Um, And from previous holidays on long flights, I've always made up little packs that I can produce when times get pretty desperate. So they might have some felt tips in or some little toys or some stickers, maybe a little pack of sweets or I don't know, something healthier than that. Um, and in this case, I also took some like jewelry tat for Nancy that I thought she'd like. And yeah, when there were several times on the flight out where she was kind of losing a rag and a bit bored and having these little packs was brilliant. Um, I was also very nervous that Reuben would be bored to tears because his iPad broke just before we left. And I was like, what's he going to do for four and a half hours on a flight? But, you know, he sat with his friend um, and the two of them kept each other entertained on the way out. And he also had his switch. So actually, they were totally fine. And the flight back was different altogether. It was just us because our friends got different flights back. Um, But we were all so chilled and relaxed from the holiday that the flight was like the easiest four hours ever. 
the kids shared Nancy's iPad and watched um, things together. And Ruben even read a book, like an actual book. When and he played on his switch, but when his switch ran out of battery, he then went back to reading his book. I know it was it was magical, honestly. Okay, number four is to expect trouble at the start. I've mentioned this before, but transitioning for me from either having the kids to not having the kids or not having the kids and then going back to having them, I always find that a bit of a struggle. It's like the change, I don't know, like you go from the calm and the quiet and you're just looking after your own needs to then total mayhem and lots of demands on your time, lots of decisions to make, which I find quite exhausting and like something I have to get used to again. Um, And this sort of transition time is also when they are most likely to have a meltdown. Uh, And I've put this down to the fact that they can't fully express how they feel and it's weird going from dad to mom and they miss their dad and you know all that kind of thing so this can play out in tantrums or tricky behavior and yeah I feel like you gotta kind of expect that and I always do and just to take breaths and try not to get too stuck in it feeling like it's always going to be like this because it isn't things do calm down and As long as you're calm, they'll feed off that as well. Which brings me to number five, which is all about me, really. And it's, I call it chill the beans because it goes hand in hand with point one and feeling what you feel. And I'm telling you this because I know some of you value it when I speak (laughs) the truth about how I felt and... um, perhaps what other people might feel. But basically, it took me a day to settle into the hellish place that was our resort. Honestly, on the first day, I was like, what was I thinking? This place is awful. That's terrible, isn't it? But basically, (laughs) once I'd actually slowed down and once we had slowed down as a family, I could appreciate that we were together and see how much fun my kids were having and by the second day once I'd chilled the hell out I then loved the place like I (laughs) I totally did with its freezing pool and its terrible music and the noisy entertainment people and the very average pudding station and even the fact that my kids mainly ate chips but I could appreciate it all, chill the beans and just enjoy myself. But yeah, took a day or two to get there. So number six, um, it's very important because it's to make life as easy as you possibly can for yourself. And this may involve throwing the rule book out the window a bit, but I do think it's really important to do what works for you and your kids so that you can enjoy the holiday as well. Like there's no point going, I mean there is, like there's a lot of point in going away to spend time with your kids 
um, away from like the grind of life and you know the week getting kids to whatever clubs and thinking about school shoes and washing up and all that kind of stuff but it can feel a bit like this holiday is just for them and just so they can spend time with you but it's also so you can enjoy it so my requirement for this holiday was to find the cheapest place that was all-inclusive and had a kids club because then that covered all the bases I didn't have to cook you know all our meals were made for us there was a choice there (laughs) so that there was something my kids would eat even if it was some cucumber and some ice cream with a couple of chips you know the food was sorted our room was tidied for us not that often like it could have been done a few more times but you know it was simple like apart from throwing a ball about 1000 times for Reuben and watching Nancy jump in a pool and we did a few day trips and stuff that's you know it was life was very simple and I purposefully wanted it to be as simple as possible so that I could enjoy myself and I could relax number seven is expect zero alone time or even a chance to sit down (laughs) because then if you get it you're like pleasantly surprised this is great but to be fair if I had wanted some alone time I could have had it um you know there was a kids club um and at one point I was tempted to get a full body massage but didn't bother in the end But basically, yeah, once we'd arrived and I stopped feeling like I hated the place, I didn't end up using the kids club for Nancy because we were just having a lovely time. We were there with our Lanzarote family, um, playing with them and, you know, even if they weren't around, Ruben is old enough to watch Nancy for five minutes if I need to go to the loo or something. Um, So yeah, I didn't really need the chance for alone time and the other thing is that I knew if I had some I would have used it to work um, or to beat myself up because I wasn't working so it became pretty obvious after the first day that I really needed to not work and I really wanted to just play and enjoy being with my kids yeah that did kind of mean that my bum barely saw a sun lounger Uh, So if you, you know, if you do go away and you're like, I want some time to lie in the sun and relax, then make sure the options are there for you and get the kids club and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Number eight is to go to bed when your kids do. This is like my rule for life anyway. Like I've always been very good at going to bed when my kids do. It's tiring having them on my own and I know they're going to be up early so every night I went to be honest we were going to bed quite late because you do on holiday don't you and we were directly above the entertainment so you know it felt like at times that people were singing karaoke next to my bed which was nice but um I just put on the AC for a bit of white noise and you know everybody went to sleep so it was fine but um, yeah, we'd all just go to bed at the same time, about 9, 9.30. And I'd read a book for a little bit, maybe 30 minutes. But generally, I was so exhausted from playing all day anyway. 
um, I just made sure I went to bed when they did because no one likes a tired, grumpy mum. So Zeds are definitely essential on holiday. Number nine is to embrace the routine. One of my favourite things on a holiday like this, you know, a, a beachy type holiday resort holiday, is when you fall into a routine. It sounds really boring because <laughs> you're like breakfast at eight, pool at nine, snacks at 10.30, but I really love it. To me, it's a sign of a good holiday when you've fallen into a nice chilled routine. Um, and 10 kind of links into this because it's about embracing repetition and keeping your goals small. Because in the same vein as embracing the routine, Small goals and repetition are key to me being able to relax. Um, And I can see in the kids too, they're like, what's on the agenda today? And then they go, oh yeah, we just have to eat and play and sleep. Um, You know, there's a reason that babies like a routine and repetition because it provides structure and it's reassuring. So for me and my monkey brain, which is normally doing, you know, for all of us, whether you're a mum or not, or all humans, when you're in like life mode, you're busy thinking all the time and making decisions and what's happening next and when do I need to do that thing for and deadlines and you know, all the stuff. Like for me and my, that busy bit of brain, it just loves to know what's happening next and that pretty much all decisions aside from what I'm going to eat at the buffet have been taken care of. So yes, those are my tips for traveling with kids. And I guess really, they're my tips on how to enjoy your holiday with your kids. Because honestly, it's not a given. Just because we're on holiday doesn't automatically mean it's going to be fun. Um, Fun for the parents. Often we're doing the same thing that we do at home, but on holiday and with no childcare. And that's, I guess, when the shoulds start to come out. Like, I should be enjoying myself. I should be relishing the time away, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's not always easy. So, like I say, these were my tips for enjoying your holiday with your kids. And they were, feel what you feel about the holiday. Don't beat yourself up for it. Invite a friend if you can. Bring stuff for the flight. Whatever you've brought, bring another little extra secret thing as your backup. You can always use it on the way home. Expect trouble at the start. Everybody's overexcited. It's just going to happen. Chill your beans. And like I say, expect trouble at the start. Feel what you feel and then just relax into it. Make life as easy as you possibly can for yourself. I give you permission forthwith to do this. Expect zero alone time or even the chance to sit down, but make sure you make time for that if you actually want it. Go to bed when your kids go to bed. Embrace the routine and embrace repetition and keep your goals small. So my brother lives in Japan and obviously that's 
a very long flight. So if you've got any tips for traveling on like long haul with children, please do let me know. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. Um, Please, if you don't mind me asking, would you mind leaving a review? And if you could subscribe, that would be fabulous too, because this helps more people find our podcast. And of course, if you've got a friend who might enjoy this episode, do recommend they listen too. And for anything else, any questions or thoughts, get in touch with me. I I love hearing from you all. So yeah, do send me a message through Instagram at mumsdays, or you can email me, hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, at mumsdays.com. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye.